And now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Well, over the holiday week, there were a lot of bowl games to be seen and a lot of teams to root for, but I feel like the talk of the town these days is nothing to do with the teams that played in the bowl games and more the mascots yeah. in the bowl games. I love it. Bowl games are getting more and more unhinged as these corporate sponsors come in. Yeah. And I think none of them are being talked about as much as the Pop-Tarts Bowl <laughs> a few days ago, where at the end of the game, now this is after an entire game full of tomfoolery and shenanigans by the Pop-Tarts mascot. Mm-hmm. Like he was behind the referee doing air guitar and like messing around with people on the sidelines throwing Pop-Tarts at commentators. He was doing exactly what a mascot should be doing. Yeah. Textbook mascot behavior. It was phenomenal. Where they deviated from the textbook was at the end of the game when the mascot was lowered into a giant toaster (sighs) holding up a sign that says, Dreams Do Come True. Yeah. And then seemingly was shot out, cooked at the bottom, and then eaten by the winning team. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think we've seen anything like this before where the mascot of the game was eaten by the winning team. No. No, that's not a a normal thing. That's like nightmare fuel for a lot of children. And then it seemed like the other bowl games were equally as weird. I mean, even the Cheez-It Bowl that the Hawkeyes played in, which I believe Cheez-It and Pop-Tarts are similarly owned by the same company, so maybe they were all in the same meetings together. Oh, God. Because the Cheez-It mascot had a similar entrance into the game where he arose out of a big box of Cheez-Its holding signs. Well, that, the, I mean, that makes sense. Either that or they called a really fast audible after they watched the Pop-Tarts game. Dude, that could be part of it. And I know that the uh, the winning coach in the Cheez-It game had Cheez-Its dumped on him. Mm. We know in the Duke's Mayo Bowl, they dump mayonnaise on the winning Blech. coach. Blech. The Duke's Mayo Bowl was really hard to watch, too, because every time they would go to the sideline guy, who is normally is supposed to talk about... You know, little stories about the players, maybe injury updates. No, he kept talking about different things that he was eating with mayonnaise on them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's something. It is something. They said that uh, Pop-Tarts paid $2 million for the sponsorship of that bowl, and mm-hmm. they say they got $12 million in exposure out of it. What do you think those meetings are like? The meetings with all the big corporate Pop-Tart bigwigs. I love that there's big Pop-Tart. <laughs> What do you think that meeting was like? I just imagine them in like a glass room going, what are we going to do? How do we make this work? And someone raises their hand and goes, I have an idea. Let's make a giant toaster and eat the mascot. Do you think the big wig was like, oh, yeah. Considering the kind of adults that I know that eat Pop-Tarts, I imagine what that meeting must have sounded like. It was probably more like... Hey man, I okay. Wait, I got an idea. I got an idea. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Anyway, I got an idea. Are they drinking it? Let's meetings. No. Oh, that's what it sounds let's, like. Let's let's put them in a toaster, <laughs> and then they'll come out, and the winners will eat them. What do you think of that, you guys? Am I the only one in this meeting? Big Pop Tart <laughs> is going to come after you. Bring it. You're in trouble.